Divorce Conversations, where we analyze, navigate, and troubleshoot all stages of your romantic life. I'm your host, Igor Meisterman, a divorce attorney turned relationship coach. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I want to talk about a really interesting topic that I call results versus service, the Torah perspective. Many times, working with clients, I notice how much the mindset of accomplishments seeps in and even enters our relational spaces, like all other things we do in our lives. And what winds up happening is we begin to measure ourselves by what results we see, measurable results. Love hearing this concept all the time. What are the clear, measurable results? What are the indicators? I need quantifiable data. And the challenge with being constantly bombarded with that perspective is that we get lost in just seeing the results. And we forget that there's also something else going on that's equally, maybe even more important that's taking place. And that is, how am I showing up? What is my service that I've committed to? What is the identity that I want to embody, that I want to live out um, in my relationship? And here's where I turn to Torah sources, uh, because that is the things that anchor my conversations and my sense of reality. One of the most famous uh, statements from the rabbis in the Talmud is Rahmana Libaboy, God wants our hearts. That's very interesting because the statement could have been God wants our actions, our mitzvahs, which is the different commandments that are discussed in the Torah. And yet that is not what it says. It says Hashem wants our hearts. The question is what is the difference? Why is that the statement? And one of the explanations that I've heard from my teachers is that there's this idea of as much as there are actions that manifest who we are, they demonstrate uh, either where we're coming from or what we want to be, what we want to accomplish. But God is actually interested to know what is going on beneath the surface. What is behind the actions? See, I could be a giver. I could give to a charity and in my heart harbor resentment that I'm giving to someone. I could be performing a, a nice act for someone, and in reality, secretly, unbeknownst to anyone else, in my mind and my heart, really saying, I wish I wasn't dealing with this. I wish I was doing something for myself instead. wish I was relaxing or just taking care of my own stuff, but not dealing with someone else. And therefore, the world around me sees one thing, but I know, and only God knows, what really goes on in my heart and in my mind. And that's why the rabbis gave us this precept. God really wants your heart. Where are you really? Not just your actions that everybody around sees, but doesn't get to see the essence of who you are, but really where you are. And that's where I kind of been pushing and exploring this idea of my living life that is results-oriented or service-oriented. You see, um, if you think about it, right, when we show up for our spouses, when we show up in our relationships, and we do things for each other, when I'm doing those things, am I doing them because I expect a certain result? Or am I doing something because I want to embody and manifest a certain identity? I want to live a life of service. And if there is a higher power that is calling upon me to be a certain way, let's say to be kind, to be generous, to be loving, to be supportive, then I'm meant to do those things without expectation of a certain outcomes such as a reward or a result that would favor me. I'm doing these things because it's the right thing to do. 
because it's my calling, it's my duty, it's my service. And therefore, when I do something for you from that place, from a place of service rather than from a place of results, if my spouse, my partner doesn't appreciate me, my partner spouse even pushes back at me, I don't have to go to a place of nothing I do for you is good enough. Anytime I do something nice, you're only uh, judging me or put me down, criticize me. And instead, I can simply say to myself, I did what I'm supposed to do. My spouse, they're supposed to do what they're supposed to do. And hopefully they will pursue that. And hopefully they will take care of themselves so they could come to a place where they can could appreciate the things I do for them. But my initial step, that act of giving, of sharing of myself, of my time, of my energies, are not connected, tied, or dependent in any way on what I will receive back. And therefore, I'm empowering myself through this process to experience my being myself, not as someone who derives sense of value, sense of worth, based on what I'll receive in return. That's just something selfish people do. Let's just call it for what it is. That's what transactional people do. I want this because I hope to get something back. Or I tell you explicitly, I'm going to do this only if you're going to give me something back. What about if we instead we manifest it from a place of, this is my service. This is how I get to live life. And what will I get back? God will decide. That's not in my hands. It's not for me to measure, to judge, to wonder even about. I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to look down only one step at a time of what's ahead of me, and nothing else will matter. Nothing else will be my consideration for why I manifest the way I do. Whenever I have these types of conversations with friends, family, uh, even couples when I work with, a typical question comes up is, but eager to understand, don't I get a reward? Isn't there something um, that I should be using as my incentive, my motivation? And this is where things get really complicated and deep very fast. And here I'm going to draw as a source um, one of the most famous stories, if perhaps not the most famous story in the Torah, which is the story of Avram and Yitzhak, Abraham and Isaac, and the journey of Abraham bringing up Isaac as a korban, as an offering. And the Torah tells us that while he was commanded to actually slaughter him and bring him up as an offering, uh, he was stopped by Hashem himself. The angel came down and said, no, I don't want you to do that. You've proven yourself that you really do love me unconditionally. You want to be my servant. And I believe you and I saw in your heart how determined you are to serve me. And what I always enjoyed about the story is the part that people actually don't discuss deeply in process, which is Avram was rewarded for his attempt to kill his son. Notice that the story usually ends with people either talk about, my gosh, could you imagine how uh, Yitzhak was traumatized by the experience as the child lying there waiting for his father to kill him? Or how Avra was traumatized by taking the only child, the one that got promised, this is your child, and now I'm telling you to kill him. Maybe Avra wondered to himself, am I schizophrenic? God forbid, is something wrong with me? No. The part that I want to bring out here is that Avram was rewarded. You know what he was rewarded for? For killing his son. Wait a second. But he didn't. He actually didn't kill him. But he was rewarded. Why? Because the lesson we were meant to, to learn is that when we really want to serve unconditionally, without an agenda, without trying to get something back, I'm going to do for you, just for you. Because it's you. Because I love you. Because you're important to me. And that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. 
There's nothing else. I'm not waiting for you to pat me on my back. I'm not waiting for you to give me an okay sticker like I was when I was a little kid. I'm doing this because that is the way I want to serve in my life. That's the way I want to manifest in my own life with that type of unconditional love and surrender to the relationship. When that happens, that is the reward. That commitment to service is the reward. The problem is that we're so caught up living in a Western world in a culture of being goal-oriented that we no longer are able to acknowledge, recognize that the reward is the service, that through the service we are rewarded no matter what the outcome is. And if we could come to that place, how liberating could it be? Pause. Make a list. Think about the things where you manifest. Think about the things you do for your children, for your spouse, um, for yourself. And then pause and just say, you know, what if for a minute I didn't care about what the outcome would be? I just care about being committed to this life, the life of health, the life of giving, of generosity, uh, life of being a student and, and hunger for knowledge. I'm just going to give myself to that life, that, that life of service, whatever it is that I want to serve, and then just derive enjoyment and pleasure from commitment to that. Uh, many times my, uh, my wife would share with me how in school it seems like, all right, kids come home from projects, especially little kids, there's, there's almost like this obsession with what do the projects look like and um, what were they able to accomplish? And the actual enjoyment and fun and the pleasure we had once of just being, being in the moment of just living out a life of service, a life that's not defined by certain goals, targets to be hit, quarterly announcements to be made of here's what I got to now. And instead, just enjoying the process, honoring the process, feeling pride from the fact that I'm committed to a journey. This is what I live out. This is how I manifest. When that service becomes the result, that's all I want. I just want to live out that service. It's amazing how much power we can experience and express in the world. Because now there's nothing stopping me. There are no conditions that I have to check with. There are no strings attached through which I have to process my commitments. I could simply be committed. I can wake up today and do what I have to do. Why? Not because I expect something. Because that's who I am. I am my service. I'm living a life of service. And whether I'm serving my health by taking care of my body, I'm serving my spouse by being a giver, I'm serving as a parent by taking care of the, the needs that may be expressed by my child and that I perceive are there, life becomes totally a different nature. The different resistors that were there pulling on us, constantly keeping us in a state of wondering, is this now going to be good enough? Will this make the people happy? Imagine letting go of that. Imagine I no longer have to care or worry about what others might actually respond. I thought it through. I consult people I trust whose opinion mattered to me, my mentors, and then I just go for it and I just manifest. And as I go through day, I can ask myself always, am I right now living out my service or am I still looking for a result, for an approval? And I want to tell you something and end with this. I'm amazed how often I hear from clients I work with, couples I work with, that when they shift their mindsets into that life of service, of being a servant of something greater than myself and then living it out, how much the results that were eluding them now actually come forward to greet them and to embrace them. 
how often it is that when we actually stop chasing some ephemeral lofty dream and we focus on service, the dreams begin to manifest. And the things we craved and wished for actually start becoming reality. As we think about our relationships, you think about what is it now that's happening in my life that I keep showing up to with goals, with I need to see this happen. I hear these lines all the time. Well, if, I, if she wants to be in a relationship with me, I need to see this happen. If he wants to be with me, I need to see that happen. And it always revolves around goals. I want to see some outcome versus I want to see you live out certain qualities, certain ideals that you're going to manifest within your life. Take on the commitment. Pick one thing in your life that right now is driven by goals and ask yourself, what step can I take to discard that and just focus on living it out from a place of service? Disregarding the goals. Don't care anymore whether my spouse will be happy or not to a certain degree. And instead, I'm just going to focus on doing it. And then let's see what will manifest when I live out from place of commitment or service rather than results. Thank you for joining us today. For questions, comments, topics you'd like to hear more about, or to try our 24-week relationship challenge, email us at relationshipreimagined at gmail.com.